Today, you are listening to Think Again Christian, where pop culture and Christian traditions collide with biblical truth. Sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, pastor of Ravensdale Bible Church and superintendent of Rainier Christian Schools, Tony Jamie. Rethinking and re-examining concepts, ideas, traditions, and challenging your beliefs from American pop culture and your Christian denominational circles. How? By the renewing of your mind through God's Word and open radio conversation. One of my favorite parables is the sower and the seed. Now, I mean, the parables are all pretty awesome, right? But, but you know, we, we always have to kind of pick our favorites and being the kind of the evangelist and the preacher that I am, the, this, this one definitely appeals to me. And then just the, the imagery in, involved as well is one of the reasons why I like it so much. But, but the other thing is, is as a communicator, as a preacher, I mean, I'm a, I'm a student of speakers and I'm a student of teachers and um, Jesus is such a master preacher. I mean, I guess that sounds kind of, you know, obvious, but, but if you really break it down, I mean, he was the master preacher using illustrations that related to his audience directly. Uh, deep meaning and theology were, were always involved. And he just had these piercing practical applications where he didn't really have to say anything, but he was saying it right. You know, one of those deals. And, and so I love picturing the the scene and the setting of of Jesus's talks. And, and we tend to think that the, you know, the best sermons must be scripted at church in a formal setting. And, and yet Jesus walked around from city to city and village to village and, and speaking on hillsides and in boats and houses and synagogues and wherever there was an opportunity, um, he would speak. And, and he spoke to big crowds, little crowds. He spoke to just his 12 disciples, and he spoke to, to his critics. He, he spoke to Pharisees in, in the secret, right? Nicodemus. Um, he spoke to Jews and Gentiles, believers and non-believers. I mean, Jesus was definitely a, a sower of his seed. And, and, and in the sower and the seed, we, we, we still see the illustration, and, and the sower is is the farmer and, and, and that's Jesus. And the seed is, is the word of God and the, and the soil is, is our hearts. And so in Luke eight, now we see Jesus is proclaiming and preaching the kingdom of God, which, which is another way of saying that, that he's talking about how to get to heaven, right? And in his illustration of the sower and the seed, the ultimate harvest is heaven. And Jesus uh, is is then the the farmer of this land, and he's going to sow or scatter uh, or or plant uh, the seed. And so the sower uh, in 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 the parable, the sower uh, went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell beside the road on the roadside, and, and it was trampled and, and underfoot, and and the birds of the air came in and, and ate it up. And other seed fell on rocky soil. And as soon as it grew up, it, it would wither away because it, it had no moisture, no water. And some other seed fell among the thorns, 
uh, amongst the weeds that then had the thistles and the thorns. And the thorns grew up and, and with it and, and, and choked out the, the, the growth, uh, choked out the, the wheat. And other seed fell into good soil and ultimately grew up and produced a crop a hundred times as great. And, and so as, as the, the passage goes on to explain, the seed is, is the word of God, and those beside the road are, are those who have heard, then, then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart so that they will not believe and be saved. And those on the rocky soil are those when, when they, they hear, they receive it with joy, and these have no for, firm root because it's in the rocky soil, and they believe for a while, and in a time of temptation, they fall away. And the seed which fell among the thorns, well, these are the ones who have heard, and as they go on their way, they, they, they are choked with, with worries and the riches and the pleasures of this life, and they bring no fruit to maturity. But the seed in the good soil, these are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart and hold it fast and bear fruit with perseverance. What a, what a, what a beautiful illustration of then of the gift of the seed, the gift of God's word and the placement in our hearts and, and really how our hearts are, are different. Our soil's different. We're in different places. Uh, as a voracious reader, I, I love reading and studying about businesses and how they got started and what took place and, uh, you know, the individuals behind the businesses. And some of my favorites are the, the Starbucks story called Onward, uh, the book on, on Pixar, Creativity, Inc., uh, the Disney way, you know, the story of Google or AOL. And, you know, sometimes when you read these stories, you also learn about essentially the the startup or the creation of an industry like like the internet you know the AOL story well in every circumstance uh, th- there's always this this cycle of investment hard work success and struggle and and, and it, it again it's just like uh, the harvest it, it's it's there the, there's the hope for the harvest there's the hope for the profits but there's the cycle of of work that takes place. When, when I was an owner of a, of a money mailer direct mail franchise, we literally made all our profit in the last month of the year. So the entire year we spent paying, you know, the staff and the bills, uh, so that the, the, the profits for, for myself really came in the last sales cycle. So ironically, we, we worked the hardest then at the end um, why? And because the harder we worked, the, the more fruit we gained. We spent all year, all 11 months investing, really, in, in essence, just investing in the business itself. But then the true harvest came at the end. Well, another uh, a new show I've been watching, new to me anyway, is called Shark Tank. And I, I love this show. It's a reality TV show, and there's, there's five famous wealthy investors, and they, they listen to small business owners who pitch their ideas so, so that the sharks will invest hundreds of thousands of, of dollars into their companies. They have these great companies and they have these great ideas, but they need money. They need cash. So they go to the sharks. 
Well, unfortunately, there's countless of entrepreneurs who who just don't make it to harvest. They they just can't get there. I mean, they have great ideas. Uh, They've worked very, very hard. They're smart. They just get swallowed up because their product doesn't quite produce the necessary growth uh, to reach full profit potential, to reach harvest. And so like any business owner, the goal of the father of the father, the goal of the farmer is to yield a crop. He's not working just to work. Uh, That may be the goal of the workman, but the goal of the farmer is to production. The great joy then of, of reaping what you sow or being rewarded for all the hard labor is the ultimate satisfaction. And the process of farming takes many steps of labor and maybe even more of faith and patience. And so the farmer can be the smartest and the hardest working farmer all around, but if he doesn't get the perfect amount of sun, not too much, not too little, the perfect amount of rain, not too much, not too little, then all his work is wasted and what, and, and what he's looking for in the harvest doesn't get done. And then he gets to do it all over again, year after year after year. So in the parable of the sower of the seed, Jesus is clearly the sower or the farmer which means that he knows how to farm. He knows his business. And the seed is perfect. It's, it's pure grade. Now, I didn't realize this, but, you know, seed has grades to it, right? There's good seed and bad seed. There's essential elements or ingredients within the seed. The, yeah, that little seed itself that has, could be diluted with moisture or, or improper weight or foreign materials or bad kernels or you know, instead you want, you want good proteins and minerals. You want fibers and oils. You don't want insects and mold. You want a good aroma, good size, even good color. And so the, the perfection of the seed is, is essential. And this is why God's word is so essential in your heart. Because it's pure. It's right. It's the perfect supply. So today we see this, this illustration then of four types of soil three of which are a problem. Three are bad and one is good. And Jesus, the farmer, is sowing his perfect word, his perfect word, his perfect seed into the hearts, into the soil. But, but some's falling on the roadside, some on rocky soil, some amongst the thorns, and only some in good soil. Let me be clear. The problem isn't the seed, since it's God's perfect word. And so our attention turns to the soil. Now, most of us aren't farmers, and, and you know, even though we've dabbled in some light flower vegetable gardening, um, but we understand that the, the dirt needs, the, the soil needs good, rich nutrients. And, and so some soil needs some help, right? So we go, to, we go to Home Depot or a local nursery, and we get some mulch. We get some more soil. Maybe we get some manure, you know, some of that chemically, uh, you know, developed mover from Scott's. Of course, my favorite ground mix comes from, uh, you know, my local alpaca farmer. So he's got a lot of alpacas, right? What do you get with alpacas? Alpaca poo. And it is the best mulch that, that we've ever had. It's the best manure. And we throw it in our garden. It's great soil. Now, soil, again, is, is like the seed is complex. It, it's, it's made up of several different f- things like phosphorus and lime and potassium and, and salts and, 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 and nitrogen. And, you know, I, yeah, I know it's, it's, it's like science class, right? And so this is why 
you know, geologists make the big bucks because they're it's actually pretty complicated. And, and the ground, the soil is a very complicated um you know, spread and, and just like the heart is. It's very important. And so most of our gardens then we add, we help out the soil. We we turn it over, we we cultivate it, we we prep it. If it's not right, then we try to get it right because we know that we we can't just throw the seed anywhere and, and have it grow uh, to, to, to full harvest. And so the soil, where we begin then, becomes an essential element to the overall growth. And so, as you can imagine, there, there's a lot of attention paid to, to not only your small backyard garden, but now imagine a 10 by 10 acre parcel of land or imagine the tulips right in the tulip festival and so when we come back we'll talk more about the sower and the seed since their small beginnings in 1963 the ministry of rainier christian schools has been dedicated to educating and developing each of their students for the glory of god and it's more than just a school Rainier Christian Schools is actually an entire school district, with three schools serving the areas of Kent, Auburn, Covington, Renton, and Maple Valley. The Christ-centered environment weaves God's truth through everything they do, from top-notch academics all the way through their competitive sports programs. Learn more at RainierCSD.org or call 425-255-7273. That's 425-255-7273. Contact Rainier Christian Schools today. Welcome back. You're listening to Think Again Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, Tony Jamie. Today we're talking about a great parable found in Luke 8, known as the sower and the seed. And I was just talking about how important the, the, the ground is, the land is, you know, whether it's a small little garden or whether it's a, a 10 by 10 acre, you know, plot up there in, you know, in, in where we're, where we're about to see the, the tulips and the tulip festival. The, the farmer depends on, on the harvest, remember, for, for his living. So the harvest is, is the ultimate expression of his, his hard work, his labor, and, and really his, his life's work, his, his joy. And so the farmer's looking for that, that bumper crop, as the, they would say in the stocks. And so in the sower and the seed, we see the four different types of soil. And the first soil that we see is this, this, or the, is this roadside. And Jesus describes the falling seed or the teaching of his word uh, as not hitting the mark of the of the good soil, and so it it falls on on the road. Now, now you know where where and what is the the road in a in a farm? If you've ever driven up the San Joaquin Valley on the five freeway in California, it, it's awesome. You just see row after row after row of you know like almond trees and 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 vin, you know grape vineyards and stuff like that. And if you look at one angle, it's just like a plush green. You know, it looks like an ocean of green. But then the other angle, you can actually see the rows. In between the rows, then is created a, a, a lane or, or a walkway. And it didn't start that way. And that's important to understand. The whole plot, the whole 10 by 10 acre plot was all good soil. It was all turned over. It was all 
you know, had the same nutrients in it and all, all the cultivation. Once the seeds were planted and the plants came up and developed the roads, well, it's the trotting underfoot. It's the trotting. It's the vehicles. It's the walkway that then creates a hard surface and the sun baking on that road without any water. All the water then is funneled into just the plant. Okay, water's liquid gold in California, so there's no water waste. There's no water that comes out of the sky. It comes from from the 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 pipes, and so the water only goes into the plant. Everything else gets as hard as a rock. And so, if the seed falls on that as it's as it's broadcast, well, there's just there's just seeds on the ground, and it. And the seed flies in, into the, the wasted margin area. And so this is described as, well, people, you know, they hear, they, they get the word. It, it just doesn't go anywhere. It bounces off, right? The, the farmer lays the seed out all over the, the, the acreage, but it, but it doesn't take hold. It doesn't take root everywhere. And so some hearts are, are hard, even though they sit in the middle Right in the middle of the field, they're they're just hard. And you know what? They get harder day by day. They get even harder. And so the illustration here then is that is the devil can like a bird just come in real easy and like a scavenger bird, just easy pickings, grab the seed because the word has never penetrated the heart. It never got in. There were never any roots to take hold of the soil. There's no nourishment, no sustenance, no stronghold. And so the, the back soil produces not penetration of the heart, um, but instead a, a disbelief, no harvest, no salvation, as described in Romans 8. Well, the next type of soil that we see is, is the rocky soil. And, and so, you know, soil of our hearts that, that again, picture the the, the crushed gravel of your road, right? Again, I come from California. We don't have crushed gravel, you know, driveways or, or roads. I live on a dirt road. You know, I drive down the, on, the, on, the, on the pavement and then I get off and now I'm on a dirt road and there's some crushed rocks and lots of potholes and I turn into my driveway and we have even more crushed rocks. And so if I were to plant seed in that, well, there's, there's too much rocky soil. There, there, there'd be no place for the seed to, to, to find soil, to find the, the dirt, uh, to get watered. Now, in a, in a plot of land, there's going to be patches, rocky patches, maybe not a, a whole driveway, but there will be rocky patches. And so, you know, the, the farmer works very, very hard to begin with that that proper environment for growth because soil is everything. And, and yet there, there will be some rocky patches, some rocky soil. And so in the field, you would see some, some bad patches or clusters. And Jesus describes this soil or the heart as, as, as one that's happy to hear the instruction. And they, they go to church or they listen to a radio program, but, but they're not very deep. Right, it, it doesn't go very far, and so when the going gets tough, uh, the seed dies up because of the lack of of elements, the lack of strength. There's not enough water that penetrates the seed and the soil. There's not enough sun 
so the seed dies in the adverse conditions. It's completely the opposite of the idea that we see in Psalm 1, like a tree firmly planted in streams of water, right, which will yield its fruit in season. No, this, this seed is covered by, by rocks, by rocky soil. And so the rocky soil is like growing a plant on, on, in, in, in a gravel, a little jar of gravel. Try, 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 but there's just nothing to hold on to. And so in time, it just dies. Well, then there's the thorny soil. And, and this is the soil that's polluted by foreign enemy, the weed. And Jesus said that this person receives his word again with joy. This is not an antagonistic person or a hard-hearted person, but, cares, but the cares and the deceitfulness of, of the world choke the word, choke the seed, and, and he becomes unfruitful. Well, how does this happen? Well, you know, you, you've, if you've ever driven a riding lawnmower, you, you've realized that the, the square corners, the 90-degree angle corners are hard to get to. So you cut the corner. Well, all that, that border, the, the margin, can create an opportunity for the weeds to compete. Not only that, but you have wind that, that blows in uh, bad seeds, weed seeds that, that come in from outside sources. And so within the, the field is going to be some weeds. It's going gonna, it's gonna to grow up, but it's going to be in competition. There's, there's a competition between the good and the bad. And, and, and I see this, especially amongst Christians. We, we're, we, we are in the world, right? We're in the world, but not to be of the world. We're in the world amongst all the thorns. It's all around us. We're even in our, our places of maybe a Christian business or, or even at church where there are weeds, there are thorns that surround us. At Rainier Christian Schools, I, I warn our students against the weeds of this world. Not to sidle up side by side with the lures of pop culture and to the point to where before they realize that the the weeds are taller than the wheatgrass and the influence of the world chokes the passion for the things of the Lord and, and, and from their hearts. And so the illustration here is that it's a raging battle. The, imagine the wheat as it's growing up and then the, the thistles and the, and, the, and the thorns of, of, of the weed then attacking, violently attacking. And, and how, I mean, that's what choking is. You understand that, right? I mean, look at what, cho- cho- go choke somebody right now. See, you don't even want to put your hands on somebody's throat because it's, it's so graphic and it suffocates them. And so it's the, the competition competing then for the, the daylight, the water and the, the moisture in the soil in that, that small spaces. And so the, the thistles attack and they destroy. Well, in America, again, here the, the, the literal warning is, is the attack is the worries and the riches and the pleasures of the world. That doesn't sound like America at all, right? I mean, do we not worry about riches and pleasures? Do we not worry about personal peace, about making us happy and doing anything that makes us happy? And, you know, and then once we get that, what do we want? We want more, we want more, we want more. And so the way of the world is, is like the, the weed or the thorn that's trying to choke us out. This is why it's so important that, we, that the seed falls on good soil. And, and our, our hearts need to be in that good, fertile place that, that, that's rich, ready to receive the word with eagerness. Remember, great ingredients make great meals, right? 
great soil and a great heart produces a great outcome of obedience. And so in the, the, the life of cultivating a field and producing a harvest, you know, we're, we're always, always working. That's what I love about this, 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 this parable. And it doesn't matter if you start with, with rocky, with roadside, with, with thorny. You can always improve the soil. That's why I love the process of pruning and grafting and weeding. If something's going wrong with the, with the land, then, then interject. The farmer doesn't just sit back and, and, and watch the reeds grow. He pulls them out. And so you too have that opportunity to make the adjustments within your heart, take out the bad and put in the good. And so the best way to do that is through the pure word of God. And so to summarize the, the parable of the sower and the, and the seed, a man's reception of God's word then is determined by the condition of his heart. So before you think that your heart, your child's heart or your neighbor's heart is too hard or too rocky, or surrounded by thorns, remember that good soil takes time, cultivation, and patience. And think again, Christian. You've been listening to Think Again, Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools and Tony Jamie. Rainier Christian Schools serves preschool through high school, with three locations in the Renton, Maple Valley, Covington, Kent, and Auburn areas. For more information about Rainier Christian Schools, www.rainiercsd.org or call 425-255-7273.